In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Are you ready for this new Sunday setup? Well, you better be, because the parable contained within our Gospel at Mass this weekend is referred to by a number of scholars as the most difficult to understand among all of Jesus' parables. But before we tackle the parable, we'll begin with our first reading. We're hearing from the prophet Amos, and in this excerpt, he's decrying the shady practices of businessmen of his day. Amos says that while they're celebrating religious holidays like the new moon and the Sabbath, they're thinking in the back of their head how they can't wait to get back to market and continue swindling others. When will the new moon be over that we may sell our grain and the Sabbath that we may display the wheat? Think of it like someone at the Thanksgiving table who is only thinking about Black Friday deals. From there, Amos describes all of their shady practices. They diminish the ephah, add to the shekel, fix the scales, and sell even the refuse of the wheat. While the last two are quite obvious, the first two might need a bit of explanation. The ephah was the standard measuring container. Think of it like a gallon of milk. Well, if the businessmen diminish the ephah, they're slightly making the container a bit smaller, and thus, they're selling less than what the buyer believes. And finally, the shekel was used as a standard weight when comparing something on a scale. So in adding to the shekel, there too, the buyer is thinking he's getting more product than he really is. As with last weekend, we hear once again from St. Paul's first letter to Timothy. Recall that Paul is giving advice to Timothy on how to oversee the church in Ephesus. In chapters 2 and 3 of the letter, Paul writes about how Christians can promote peace even though they don't follow certain Roman practices. And a major Roman practice was offering prayers to the emperor. Christians, of course, never prayed to rulers because they have only one ruler, God. The fact that Christians wouldn't offer sacrifice to rulers was a cause for major suspicion and persecution in the ancient world. Recognizing this, Paul clears the air about it but encourages Timothy and the Christians of Ephesus to ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgivings be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life. We can move now to our gospel, which, as I mentioned, is quite possibly the most difficult parable to fully comprehend in the entire Bible. What makes this parable so difficult is that there are a number of ways to interpret the actions of the characters. The background to this parable is that a master has tenants who use his land to produce crops. The master receives a cut of their harvest, but has placed a steward in charge of receiving those yearly proceeds. One day, the master receives a report that this steward has been, quote, squandering his property. But already here, what's interesting is that the master's validation of this report is never described, meaning either the master somehow already knew about the servant's poor behavior or he just accepted the report without actually looking into it. Either way, the master then does something that would rival the Three Stooges. He fires his bookkeeper, but before he's received the books from that bookkeeper. It'd be like having a personal chef, but firing him right before he's about to prepare your dinner. And if that's the case, you know the chef is likely going to ruin the meal and maybe even spin in it. And that's what the servant starts doing knowing that those who owe crops to the master haven't read on Twitter yet that he's been fired, he's going to call in the debtors one by one and reduce the amount they owe to the master. 
But here's the biggest debate of all, and one that, quite honestly, we don't have a definitive answer for. What is the steward actually doing when he reduces the debts owed the master? As we see in the parable, the steward calls in someone who owes the master 100 measures of olive oil, which, by the way, is a massive amount, something like 900 gallons. The steward tells him that he now only owes 50, and that he should write out a note for the reduced debt. In reducing the debt from 100 to 50, is the steward taking off what was owed only to the master, or is he removing some sort of commission or interest that he himself was getting? There's all sorts of research into this, including one scholar who actually even tabulated what the value of the reduction might have been in terms of money at that time. The steward is putting the master in a bind. If he lets this deviant slide, he's boosted the morale of his farmers, who now owe less, but he's lost some of his wealth. But if he decides he wants all of the original amount of crops, the farmers will be even more angry with him for changing his mind. Either way, the farmers are now very grateful to the steward. And since he's out of a job, the steward now knows that he's made new friends who will support his joblessness. And that's the point of this entire parable. Because after it finishes, Jesus says a very confusing line. Make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. What does that mean? The steward very cleverly made friends with the debtors for his future reality, so that they would take care of him. And Jesus is saying that we need to do the same with our wealth. We need to use it with a view towards the future reality of life after death. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year C. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.